discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. Wow, the place is looking good. Yeah, it's looking very nice. Yeah. I've not been here in a very long while, isn't it? Wow. I've missed you too. I've missed you too. I'm hoping to be with you for some time. So on Sunday, I'm going to be here. On Wednesday, I'm going to be here. Then the next Sunday, too, I'll be here. Then I'll go away for some time and come back again. Like that. I'll, be, I'll do some two weeks here and go and do two weeks in Kumasi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's see what the Lord does, okay? All right. So for consistency's sake, we may have to live stream when I'm here to them and when I'm there to you. Just these two churches, this place and an alpha for the next three months for consistency's sake so that when I come, I won't feel like I have to go and corner my message in a certain way. Do you understand? I'll have to flow because of the way things are going to be. So I'm looking at it from Sunday. This Sunday's message will be live streamed to every other person. But then the Wednesday, the next, the next Wednesday will be for the two of you. Then the next Sunday, two of you like that till March ends when my wife is going back. And I'll go back with her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I'm here uh, with greetings from Kumasi, our brothers in Kumasi. They say hi. And uh, they said they've missed you a lot. I can't wait for a day where we'll have a major convention for everybody, like one big convention. Where all the, the thousand and something of us can be at once. We are believing God to multiply our number to more than 3,000 before the year ends. What do you think? So we want to have double services in this, in this place way before the year. We want to have 500 people here in Medina Church. What do you think? Is it powerful? All right, all right, all right. So I want to share some few things, some one or two things with you. Some one or two things with you, which I believe will help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are, there are principles in life, okay, that have worked over the years. You know, the last time I mentioned the old paths. If you read in Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. Jeremiah. Chapter 6, verse 16 says, Thus says the Lord, stand ye in the pathways and see, and ask for the old paths. Say, stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. Says, ask for it and walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. If you find the old paths and you walk therein, he says, you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. We will not walk. They said, we don't like the old path. We want to create our own path. And that is why many people have suffered and, and struggled over the years. How many of you want to have rest for your souls? How many of you want to live? I mean, it's a natural desire. Anybody, you know, there are some people who don't believe in, they call us prosperity preachers. I'm a prosperity preacher. I like it. I love it. It's scriptural. Hallelujah. Some people want, I don't know, I don't know what they want us to preach. Like struggles and sufferings and all that. You see, there's a place for that. If you've listened to me, realize I also preach about suffering for the Lord. If you read in Colossians chapter 1, let me show you a scripture in Colossians. I, I like this scripture so much. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 25. Colossians 1.25. He said, this is Paul talking. He says, Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you, 
to fulfill the word of God. The word fulfill the word of God means to complete or conclude the word of God. That is why Paul's revelation is the conclusion. Don't be looking into the Bible for another, like some, you're looking behind the scriptures to find some review. There's no review. All that was supposed to have spoken has been spoken already. What we are doing is to break it down and explain it for the children of God to be able to be raised, to form, to have the, 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 the fullness of Christ formed in them. That's what we are doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to the next verse. Even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Is glory not a good thing? It says Christ in you means the hope of glory. It's the hope of your glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eh? To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Verse 28. Verse 28. Then he says, whom we preach. So Paul says, I preach Christ in you, the hope of glory. Warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that I may present or we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So he's telling you what he experiences to be able to bring the knowledge of Christ or the word of Christ to you. Are you getting it? Continue. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. This I labor to bring you the word of Christ, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I do so with the striving of God's power inside me. But before he said that, there's, some, there's another place where he says that I feel that which is left behind in the sufferings of Christ. Same book, same chapter. 20 what? 24. So I missed it by just a verse. Go to verse 24. Let's read 23 to 24 so I understand even some more. Okay? It's a mixture. There's a certain place for sufferings and there's a certain place for prosperity. Hallelujah. If ye continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Continue. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you? He says, even the sufferings, it's not, it's not like he's suffering so much, he's crying, he's dying, he doesn't know what he's going to do with it. He says, I rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Okay, he says, the afflictions that are reserved for every minister or who, those who preach the gospel to go through in order to get the gospel to other people. So the moment you get into um, preaching and teaching and helping to bring the gospel, the good news to others, you begin to experience some wild afflictions and some sufferings. Not because you, you want to, but it's the nature of the job. All of a sudden, people start accusing you. All of a sudden, you, you get problems. Problems. If you were going to the club before, nobody would talk. Your parents would be fine. They would say, oh, what's the area? Like you have gone beyond be careful. But as soon as you start preaching the gospel, as soon as you become a church person, you are in church on Sunday morning, church on Wednesday evening, church on Friday evening, Saturday evening, you are going for mobilization. Sunday morning, you are in church and you stay till 5 p.m. Abba, 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 Sempony. Yeah? What is the meaning of all this? Why, why? Are you fine? Is everything okay? Are you, are you, are you sure what? Are you sure you are not about to die? Oh, what a shock. Is it true? But when you were chilling, when you were having 75 boyfriends, some are named low battery on your phone. The phone, the number is low battery. Some are named all kinds of things, always around something. Nobody had a problem. But immediately you become committed to God. It's called the sufferings of Christ that are reserved. In the body of Christ, for you to suffer because of the buildup of the body, that one is different from what they say we should preach. You understand? Like you are supposed to suffer. There's a cross you have to bear in order to fulfill your ministry. That is that is what I'm talking about here. And that's what Paul is talking about. You don't have to get it mixed up. Okay? You don't have to get get it. I know some people who preach one this particular side. Of suffering for the Lord to make the gospel move forward, they preach it a lot. Okay? And I know another group that preaches about the glory that is in Christ and the prosperity that's in Christ. 
But they talk about the sufferings, but on a low key. Then these people also talk about the sufferings on a high key, but talk about the prosperity on a low key. But they are getting the same results. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, so don't get into, eh, we should preach. People are preaching about prosperity and people will, everybody wants to do well. Yeah. Hey, if you don't want to do it, there's something wrong with you. Oh, yeah, it's in the Bible. God says, I wish John, third John, what, two. Third John two, right? I wish above all things. Go, go, go to that place. Third, is this? Third John, it's just chapter one, isn't it? Just one chapter. Verse two. So go to verse two. Beloved, I wish above all things, above all the things I wish for you. Is it in the Bible? Ah, so it's like it's like when we are preaching, it's like, oh, why is it every time they, every time they are talking about good things, we should talk about bad things. You want to hear about things, bad things? Do you come to church coming here about bad things? No, you now you are coming from bad things already. There are so many bad things you are coming from already. Already. And someone said, uh, uh, well, some, something, as for the Ebora, already we know. We know, we know, as for the suffering, already we know. We know, we know that you are coming from, you are, you look at your family, realize that the family is not correct. Have you realized, you realize there's something wrong. So why should I also come and discourage you as you, when you come to church? Church is not supposed to be for this, it's to encourage you, to stir you up onto good things. Hallelujah. So don't feel bad, okay? Don't feel... It's a gospel of good things. Hallelujah. Go to Romans chapter 10. Let's read... Um, I don't want us to read too much. So let's read from verse 14. Romans 10 from verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. He's talking about the gospel like preachers. Go back. Go to verse 13. The people, they don't understand. It's like they don't understand the, the message I'm preaching. The people that they are looking at me, right? It's like they don't understand. So go to verse 13. It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then it says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they call on Jesus and call on God in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? So preacher has come in. The preacher is the one to bring the, the thing to them, isn't it? Then it says that, and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful. He's talking about the preachers and how they are coming. The preacher's feet is called the beautiful feet. It says, how, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace? Not the gospel of war or the gospel of sufferings. The gospel of peace. What peace? There's no more problems between you and God. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Go to Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Don't come back to this. Romans 5 verse 1. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, there's peace that exists now between you and God. No more war. Eh? 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 If any man be in Christ, it's a new creation All things are past, and behold, all things are become new And all these new things are of God For God was in Christ Reconciling the world unto himself Not imputing Their sins and their trespasses unto them 2 Corinthians 5 I'm in verse 18 now You like my message? Oh, I'm talking too much This and all things are... of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Continue. To wit, it says, this is the, this is the, this is the, 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 the ministration, this is the message. To wit that God was in Christ, doing what? Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. So that is called the gospel of peace. And attached to the gospel of peace is the news of good things. The tidings of good things. So the God, if you are, you say you are a preacher and you are not preaching good things, then there is something wrong. What do you think? Ask your neighbor, are you a preacher or you are something else? If you are a preacher, then you should be into good things. Like you are, you are in the gospel of good things. Eh? You say good things. You bring peace to people. When they listen to you, they should be calmed. That they are not going to go to hell. So you can't be preaching, hey, you, you, tomorrow you die. (laughs) Tomorrow you die. I see a car knocking you down. 
not a gospel. What kind of prophecy is that? Can this one be a gospel? Eh? And how shall they preach? Romans 10, 15 once again. How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. They bring glad tidings of good things. Good things. Oh, they are good things, oh. They are good things in Christ. Philemon wants to go to Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. He says, I pray that the sharing of your faith or the communication of faith will become effective by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So there are good things in you. Tell anybody there are good things in you. Today I was watching a show. I had, we had a lot of children in the house. And they have seized the remote. They will not let anybody watch anything. They are watching Cartoon Network and all that. And they started showing Ben 10. Ben 10 show. Is it a Ben 10 show or some Ben 10 something? It's a, it's a show. See, Ben 10 has become so popular that a whole show is organized for them. And the children are asked questions on the aliens and the demons that are in Ben 10. When it te- I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what I was talking about actually. Yeah. They are showing the, and the kids are answering questions. Question number one. When Ben 10, this, 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 which alien does it turn into? Maestro demon. Hey, correct. Go and catch the demon. Then they'll be catching the demon. Pa, 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 pa. Hey. Then they got to a certain portion. They said that we are going to now talk about the alien that is in you. How to bring the alien that is in you. Hey, I was shocked. The kids changed the, the channel only said that, so I couldn't watch the rest. Hey. If they are confident to talk about the aliens that are in people, we will also be confident to talk about the good things. Good things that are in you in Christ Jesus. There are good things in you. So far as you have received Christ, there are good things in you. Good things. Say good things. Good things. Yeah. Great, beautiful, powerful things in you. Okay? They are there. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us? Did he say he's going to bless us? He says he has blessed us with all. How many? How many? All things. Bless us with all spiritual things in heavenly places in Christ. Blessed. I'm blessed. Say I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm super blessed. I'm madly blessed. I'm the blessed of God walking in the earth. Yeah. I am the ble- God told Abraham that I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. Yeah. So I'm blessed to the point. I'm the, I'm the source of blessings for people. If you, you come to me, you'll be blessed. I'm the source of blessings for, for a lot of people. For the whole world. Hallelujah. Those are as part of the good things. Do you see? So don't think about the bad things that are around you. Think about the good things that are in you. Hmm? Be the type of person who thinks about the good things. Focus on the good things that are in you. The Bible emphatically mentions that we should do that. You see, there's a spiritual training. Okay? Spiritual training is just like any other educational form of, a train, of training. It's, just, it's the same. My wife is a doctor. They train her by opening books for her to read. So she reads the book and asks the book out. You're also a doctor. Don't you, don't you read and then... You're also a doctor. Doctor by association. I want to touch you people so that... One way, one way. So everybody wanted to be a doctor, isn't it? They are, they are nobody. Don't mind them. They are somebody. Hallelujah. You learn engineering... By reading engineering books. <laughs> Please, well, what are you so that I mention us? <laughs> You're a social worker. So feel so. So feel so, my pillow, my pride. <laughs> social workers are trained by reading books. They show you books. You, you, go to, you go to school, you don't know anything. They open books for you and tell you this is what you are supposed to do. That's how, that's how the training is, is like. Same thing with spiritual training. There's a book for spiritual training. It's called the Bible. 
we open it and show you this is how it is, this is how things are. You just agree with us like you are good with engineering, like good. Did you ever your ever ask your your lecturers how how did the hat come into being? He may slap you. Pa. I don't know about that one. Well, I, what I know is that just just follow what's finish and everything will be fine. Is that not so? Yeah. yeah. I, I you may not be able to. This is there. Spiritual training must you must read and know. And then you conform your life to, to the same thing. In Colossians 3 verse 1. Eh? Look at Colossians 3 verse 1. Okay. Colossians 3 verse 1. It says, If ye then be risen with Christ. If truly and indeed you are risen with Christ. Because the book shows us that we are not sinners. We, are, we have died unto sin. And we are now alive unto God. And we are we were raised together with Christ. So he says that, If ye then be risen with Christ. Okay. Seek those things which are above. Where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Amplified. Of this verse. If then you have been raised with Christ to a new life. That sharing his resurrection from the dead. Aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures. Are you, are you seeing the, the Bible? It says aim at and seek. The rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated and seated at the right hand of God. Amen. You see, go to the next verse. And set your minds and keep them set on what is above the higher things. This is called spiritual training. You see, he's told you physically. He expects you to practice it by doing what he's saying to do. Just like you do to learn any other Whatever. You, were, you, were just, you just learned some cooking, whatever. Didn't you learn the thing by reading some books? Like you read like this, this, what's it called? This menu, right? This recipe, we combine half spoonful of garlic with what? With something, with pepper, with onion. 17 slices of onion, isn't it? With some butter and some cheese. And then you add one ladle full of pepper. And you put water inside and you mix it. Put it on hot pot, hot pot. By by 15 minutes time, it's finished. It's what butter, butter soup. Hallelujah. You read the thing. You do, if you want to get the same kind of taste, everything. McDonald's and all this, but that's what they, they read books. They are told half portion of this. Half, half. If you want to get the result, just do what the book is saying. You'll be fine. In it, yeah. In it, in it. Set your minds and keep them, keep them set on what is about the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth, because there are things on the earth. Yeah. Hey, what are some of the things that are on the earth? Pressure, pressure group. If only your only your brother can be a pressure group. Your school can be a pressure group. Only that they are more than occupy Ghana. Your work can be like occupy Ghana in your life. They will come and picket in front of you if you don't attend to us. You are not leaving. Hey. Pressure. He says, if you think about the things on the earth, you will die very young. You will just die. You will give up. You will think there's no hope. If you look around you, you'll be surprised. That's why he says, why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are subject to change. They are temporal. Keep your minds on the higher things and keep them set on the higher things. It's called spiritual training. You do. You just do it and you realize you are becoming spiritual. As simple as ABCD. No complicated things. No whatever. Just do what the word of God says. They are good things. Just keep your mind set on them. Just keep your mind fixed. Keep your mind set on the good things. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do, you like, do you like my message? Are you sure you like my message? So should I preach small, small more? Right? Let me preach just maybe for 15 minutes and then we'll close. So just one or two. I started by talking about the old paths. They are old paths. There are things that have been set. Okay? Follow them, you do well. Reject them, you will not do well. It says they have hewn for themselves new systems. Systems that cannot hold water. I mean, it won't work. It won't work. Broken systems. It won't work. One of the old paths that are existent, that has been there for, since, since the beginning. Okay? Is speaking the word of God. 
People don't respect it. Yeah, people don't respect it much. Like, Abbas and Sunni. Abbas Sem. Hallelujah. I'm relating to a lot of fanties now, so my fanties. My father in law is fanty. My wife is from the Western region, so I'm, I'm fanty. Hallelujah. <laughs> Abbas, Abbas, one or two. They speak the nicest tree in the whole Ghana. It's inside. It's inside. It's inside. It's Bishop Doug said that his father-in-law said something about building. He said, Zanzi, yes, Zanzi, yes, the young son was this son. I died here, the young son is dying. That's the Ashanti tree. But the first is Zanzi, yes, the young son was this son. Hallelujah. Wow, it's so nice, isn't it? Yeah. Old part, there's an old part that existed since. God is the first person to practice it. First person to practice it. First person. The whole world that you are seeing came out of words. God spoke. He spoke everything into being. It's an old path. It is older than what I taught you. Working for the Lord. It is older. In Genesis chapter 1, you see it there. Genesis 1.1. Let's look at it. Can you read it to me? Want to go? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of the Lord moved, moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3, hold on, let me read verse 3 to you. And God sat down and cried. <laughs> I created a nice one. How come it doesn't go like this? <laughs> Is that what the Bible says? You are reading a bad Bible. The Bible you are reading is not. I don't know what Bible you are reading. I think you are reading a very. Uh, you are reading another Bible. Is that not what the Bible said? And God pondered upon the waters, the darkness, and said, "As as in Sunni, what is all this? I was expecting it to be nicer. Look at what it has become. Is that what God said? You are, I don't know which Bible you are reading." And God moved around and told all the angels, Michael, have you seen what they have done to me? They have made my world full of darkness, full of water. There's nothing on it. Everything is bad. Everything is whatever. I want to rub my Is that what the Bible says? So why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why? 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 Why are you doing dear? You want this problem. When things are not working around you. Because what God had done had become, he says, a world of chaos. There was nothing on it. Void. It's more than your own. It's what God experiences more than your own. In the beginning, God created a good world. He created, in the beginning, God created, eh? Go, go, go to verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It was a good heaven. It was a good earth. The next verse says, and the earth became. It was not like that before. The word became in, in Hebrew is haya. The, the Hebrew reads haya. It means to become. Meaning that to move from the original state to another state. It's just it's the same word is used for Lot's wife. And Lot's wife became a, a pillar of salt. The word became is he, she was Lot's wife born as a pillar of salt. She was not born as a pillar of salt. She became a pillar of salt. Are you seeing it? Yeah. So God created the nice earth, nice heaven, BBR, everything was fine. Then it became without form and void. Eh? Vohu. Eh, it says tova, bohu. Nothingness, empty. Nothing, there's nothing, waste. Waste. Be, everything is gone. He's showing you how to turn waste things to become powerful things. Like, the way he's showing you an old path that has been existing. If you say it is not powerful, it is your own business. Ignore it. You see, the old path has you that you ignore it, you die. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you ignore it, he says, forget it. You ignore it, you pass on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to show you a scripture. In, in, I, I quoted it for you on Sunday. Join the meeting. 
I want to mention it to you again. Okay? Go to Isaiah chapter 59, verse 8. Isaiah 59, verse 8. The way of peace they have not, they know not. And there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. He shall, you make your own path, you shall not know peace. What I'm sharing with you is a very, 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 it's too powerful. We are where we are. Because of what I'm telling you now. Everything that we have become as a ministry is because of what I'm telling you now. Oh yes, everything is because of this particular secret, this particular thing. Today someone sent me a message. What is your secret? What are you doing that I'm not? He's also a minister. I says, what are you doing that I'm not, I'm not doing? I said, oh, I don't know. But it's, I think it's this one. Uh, success is a cocktail of many things. It's a mixture. So you, can't, you can't tell one thing that makes the thing work. There are a lot of things. I'm showing you one of the major things. Words. Confessions. Like the things that we are saying. If you've, if you've been around me, one of the things you hear me say a lot is, is well. Oh, it'll be fine. It's working. Oh, don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. It'll work. It's working. It's working. It's when I say it's work and I say it's working, I'm talking about there's a, there's a scripture backing what I'm saying. I know it's in my heart. You may not hear me say the whole scripture, but I know what I know from the I know the scripture from which I'm saying that particular thing. That is, oh, it's working. Like when we close on church, I'll say, give your never hand and say, it's working. It's working. You may not understand by me, I know. Yeah. Romans chapter 8, verse what? 28. And we know. We, it says we, the word know is aware. We are aware. And we know that all things. He didn't say something. All things, oh. Whether it is good, bad, ugly, beautiful, pleasant, unpleasant, whatever it is, is working together. They are all working together for my good. Even the devil is working for my good. He doesn't know. The Bible says that if they had known, they would not have crucified a lot of glory. If the prince of this world had known that by killing Jesus, they were in the plans of God, they would never have done it. They were in the plans of God. Do you know that they were? The devil was right in the center of the centers of the will of God. And God didn't have to say a thank you to him for being there. You can use spoon and not say thank you to it. Or maybe if you use your spoon, who said thank you to your spoon today? When you finish it, you say, ha ha, spoon, sunyi. Have a spoon, spoon, sunyi. Mr. Wasse, I. You, you never said thank you to the school. You didn't say that. You didn't even watch. You threw it away. The boys will not watch it. They will throw it away. After five days, they realize that they don't have a spoon. They will look, look, look. They are not finding their spoon. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's there. First Corinthians 2. Verse, verse 7 to verse 8. Let's look at it from verse 7. Do you have verse 7 in your Bible? Uh-huh. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. This one, he says we speak. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Unto our glory. Hallelujah. It's so nice. Which none of the princes of this world, verse 8, none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they, are, they would not have crucified him at all. They didn't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All things. We know. We know. I say, I say those things a lot. Oh, it's working. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Don't worry. Fear not. Just go. Do it. Oh, be fine. Oh. I'm into encouragement. Oh. I'll encourage you right now. I'll, I'll never say anything bad at this thing. that You don't know what will be happening. Nobody knows the future. Hey, who told you nobody knows the future? Someone is in the future and I know what he, he tells me what's in the future. It's one of the qualities of the Holy Ghost to tell you what's in the future. He says he will show you things to come. So you can't say, I don't know the future. I don't know the future, saying. I know. I know my future is full of glory. Only one thing. Forward, upwards, only. I don't expect myself to be reduced after five years. After five years, I'll be bigger, better, more glorious, more richer. Charlie, this year I'm getting my first one million dollars. Charlie. <laughs> I'm getting it. Sharp. Yeah. Hallelujah. You to say something for yourself. Say good things for yourself. We don't know what is going to happen. 
you know, this life is so uncertain. The uncertainties of life are so uncertain. Brother, you remain uncertain till you die. When there was chaos, when there was disorder, and God said, let there be light. Hey! In the, he says the darkness should produce the light. He spoke to the darkness. And this is what Abraham thought about God. This, Abraham knew this. Abraham had read it. He knew it. So the Bible says that Abraham thought of God as the one who calls those things. The Bible mentions two things about Abraham. Believing God. The first one he said was that Abraham believed God who was able to bring everything back to life. Okay? Then the other thing is that he believed God who called those He says he, he caused darkness, light to come out of darkness. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter, chapter 4, verse 3, isn't it? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. Okay, 2 Corinthians 4, 3. But if our God, God should be hit, it is hit to them that are lost. Continue. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach ourselves not as well, but Christ says the Lord. Is it this one? It's not this one. Sorry? Romans verse 6. Uh huh. Uh huh. This is the one I'm looking for. The one in Romans 4 talks about the, the dead one. Okay? He says, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. This is what God did in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, like we are reading now. For God, say for God. For God. Who commanded? Oh, say it. It's like you are not in the church. Who commanded? Say who commanded. Yeah, God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. This was the instruction God gave in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. And God said, let there be light. He commanded the darkness to bring forth light. I like it when there are challenges. I'm not the type of person who shrinks, from, uh, shrinks away from challenges. I like it. I like them. I like it because challenges can be turned into light. Yeah, without challenges, there wouldn't be a testimony, isn't it? Someone gave a testimony. Um, Am robbers attacked me. We were listening to one yesterday. We were driving from Kumasi. One guy said he had a cross in his, around his neck. They had closed some church. They were going home. And an armed robber attacked them with a cutlass. And the, the cutlass was given to him by a fetish priest. That every time he goes on operation, that cutlass must taste blood. So he cuts you. Iris, even no matter how much you submit to him, you give everything to him, he will still cut you. So he was going to cut this guy. He lifted the cutlass, took their things, lifted the cutlass, cut him in his chest as if he was going to divide him. When he cut him, a light from the cross shined and repelled the cutlass. And the guy went back, looked at him and said, eh? And he ran away. The following day, they traced him. He got born again and is a preacher now. Would the testimony have come if there were no arm robbers? Someone is saying, if Pastor Sue, I'm always going to come to my house. <laughs> May they never come to your house in Jesus' name. Someone also gave a, a testimony like this. The guy went to church. When he got to, he's, a, he's an armorer, but he found himself in church. Then they called for those who want to be born again, and he came to give his life to Christ. When he gave his life to Christ, the pastor who was sent to counsel him, take his information. And data and all those things. It was a pastor he had visited. He had been sent to kill him three times. And every time they went, they didn't see the house. Do you understand? Like, <laughs> they are looking for, they know in the day, they know that the house is here. In the night when they come, their house is not there. They will search the, they will search the whole area. Ah, my guy, the house will be here today. They will check the house numbers. Only that number will not be there. So when you saw the pastor there, he said, hey, pastor. Today I've seen you. Then he told the pastor everything. That we've been to your house three times, but we couldn't find the house. Isn't that amazing? Hallelujah. May that be your testimony in Jesus' name. God who commanded, he says he commanded the, dark, the light to shine out of the darkness. Out of the darkness. That's what God did do. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. 
and there was light. He got the result. I see you getting results this, this year. Plenty results. Oh, I said, I see you getting plenty results. You'll never be refused or rejected in any way in Jesus' name. So, you see, when you, inside you, there are good things. Outside you, there are terrible things. How do you bring those good things in you into the world? Nino Ovali, Ishale, Ebali. Confessions. Confessions. I will never be poor in my life. If you don't want to be poor, start saying that to yourself. I will never be poor in my life. If you don't want to be go down, say, I will never go down in my life. You see, and don't let it be a confession in the house of God. Only like you do it during confession time when you finish during the day, the seven weeks of the day, you know. And some of the, some of the people who never come to church on Wednesday, so they don't know what they don't they, they don't get the opportunity to say anything during on Wednesday, they just say it only on Sundays. And even though it's not their own words, it's the words that the pastor is repeating. Saying. The pastor says, Say this after me. The pastor is spiritual training, they are training you to be able to say some things when you meet you meet problems or before you meet problems. My wife was reading a testimony to me as we were coming from a certain book. A man, a, a, a woman had a gory accident, ghastly accident, that, like the, the book says, and was in the hospital in coma. But she could hear what they were saying, the people around her were saying. But she couldn't talk. And she was hearing all the things that the doctors were saying, how deep and wild the, the, the accident was and her condition was. And as she was lying in the bed, she felt like dying. So she was saying that God... I just want to die and go away. Then God told her that you, are, you can't die. God spoke to her and said, you can't die. You can't die because you are spoken too much life during your, 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 your life. You are spoken too much life. If you are going to die, then you have to start confessing death for a long time. And it will take a very long time before death comes for you. So start confessing your health so that you can be fine. And after a while, she, she confessed health and she came out of the coma. Amended quickly and was back on her feet. It's, it's a lifestyle. Go to Isaiah chapter 59. Last scripture. Last scripture. And then we'll close. Okay. My time is up. Isaiah chapter 59. These days, I'm into... Hallelujah. I'm into something, so I don't, I don't preach too long. Hallelujah. And they say we shouldn't do New resolutions, So I'm not doing some. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 59. <laughs> From verse 21, Isaiah 59 21. Let me show you one last scripture and then we'll close. Okay. Say one last scripture and then we'll close. <laughs> Look at it. Very powerful scripture. As for me, this God talking, he says, As for me, this is my covenant with them. Go to verse 20. 20 verse 20 will be fine. You will see who he's talking about. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion. Who is Zion? You and I, isn't it? We are in Zion, isn't it? Yeah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Yeah. But ye are come unto Mount Zion. Did he say we are going to come? No. It says, but you have come unto Mount Zion. To the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. So when you are in the Old Testament and you are seeing Zion, 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 you know that he's talking about you. Yeah. And where you are, where you are, okay? He says, the Redeemer shall come to Zion. Go back to that place. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion. And unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord. He's talking about us. We've, we've turned away from transgression. We are now in Zion. We are now the Israel of God. Jacob means Israel. You know Jacob's name is Israel, right? Yeah. So Jacob is Israel. We are now the heavenly Israel. The heavenly Jerusalem. Okay? Saith the Lord. Then he says, ask for me. So the Lord is still talking. Ask for me. My covenant. This is my covenant with them. Say the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee. First thing, my spirit that is upon thee. That's my covenant. My covenant is to put my spirit upon you. And he has done it. Then he says, my spirit that is upon thee and my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed seed. Say the Lord, from henceforth and forever. What he's saying is that this is not confession for Church, he says, it is uh, my foot, my, my west in their mouth for them, for them, so for their seed and for their seed, seed. forever. Eh? Say the Lord, and henceforth, and forever. So every time you are saying good things, 
You're always saying good things. But they bring bad news. Oh, it's well. We traveled to a certain place recently, about a month ago. When we got, we traveled long journey from Ghana to Nigeria. Got to the place. Some of, some people went by, but some people came. Even those who went by air, it was not easy for us. Get to the very well, terrible. We got there. We got there around 1 a.m. in the morning. And we didn't have a place to sleep. The son of man, they wanted us to sleep in the grass. They said, go and go and sleep. In. And they were not hosting us well. E, the guy who was supposed to give us rooms was eating. When he finished, he went to sleep. And we're just there. People were talking and doing. But the people who were the organizers of the thing never said anything bad. People were saying, it's well. They'll tell you it's well. It's working for your good. Smile, brother. Hey! When they say, I was like, huh? This is another level of confessions. And everything became fine. And then everything became fine. When we got to the return and we were listening to the man of God preach, all the problems just vanished into the hell. I like, I, what, what are all those problems? Nothing. We're blessed. Hallelujah. In the darkest of times, what comes, what comes out of your mouth? When you are pressed beyond measure, what comes out of your mouth? I don't like those things. So if you do, I will. Never say any bad thing. Listen, he says, My ass for me, this is my covenant with them. Say the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee, and my words which I've put in thy mouth, I've put my words in your mouth, shall not depart out of thy mouth. It shall not depart out of your mouth. Keep saying it, don't stop talking it. You think that man of God is a fool? He's not a fool, he knows what he's talking about. I've watched him become big over the years. And he will say, as for me, I'm going to get bigger and greater. My path is like this. Upward and higher and forward only. The others were saying foolish things. His life has gone higher and upward and higher and upward and higher. No matter what is happening. Why do you think I wouldn't learn from such a person? Why? 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 It's like, what? Is, is it bad following someone like that? I like good things. Oh, you don't like good things. Ask your neighbor, do you like good things? Do you want the darkness around to dissipate, to just move away? You don't have to, you don't have to converse with darkness and counsel darkness and seek permission from darkness before you can have lights coming. All you need to do for darkness to go away is to put on the light. Just put on the light. What is the light? He says that my word is a light. Isn't it? My word is a light that lights every man that comes into this world. The way, this is the entrance of thy word, giveth light. Bringeth light. Thy word is a lamp unto my path. I will light. You know I mean, I mean, there are too many scriptures that say that the word of God is the light. So if there's darkness around, what do you do? My co- he has a covenant with me. An everlasting covenant with me. So every day, every time, whether you are asleep, whether you wake up, whatever, whatever you are doing, don't you see? Don't, listen, don't do this year. Don't do don't do confessions only in church. You come to church. Oh, I do this. I do that. I'm going here every day. Whatever happens, I'm the light of the world. The glory of God is resting upon my life. Jesus said, "As long as I'm in this world, I'm the light of the world." So you just say it. As long as I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. The love of God is spread abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. The favor of God is working in my life. I'm located in favor. I walk in favor. I live in favor. I do everything in favor. The goodness of God is working in my life. I enjoy good things. I enjoy good things. He says he daily loaded us with benefits. This day is full of benefits for me. It's full of benefits for me. Yes. Every time. No matter what is happening. It's working. It's working. It's working for my good. There was a day we were driving to a certain place. I was driven from Kumasi House. I had entered the East region. Driving. I just made a, tried to make a turn into a certain place. When I made the turn, someone from the back came. Boom. My side of the car. And I stopped. I didn't say, Hey! Uncle! I didn't say any of those things. I just, no mouth. 
No man, I just came out. Okay, you fix the car. That's what happened. You fix the car. Or what do you think? You fix the car. Basically, I mean, fix the car, but we are all fine. Everything is okay. Let's sit up. Let's sit and go back. That's all. Hallelujah. Listen, I don't die. Is that a confession you can make? I, I don't die. He says he has brought immortality <laughs> to light. Hey, Charlie, so don't say no matter what's going on. Eh? No matter what's going on. You wake up and you're, it's like your leg is not moving. Your leg has locked. You can't, you can't move. Hey, what do you do? Did God move around telling everybody? I couldn't, I can't move. I can't move. My leg. My leg. Is that what God did? When God saw the darkness, that was what He didn't do that. He spoke the word, which is a light. And things happened. Speak the word. Tell anybody, speak the word. It's an old path. It's an old path. It's there. And watch your life go from one level of glory to the other. Yeah. I am where I am. Because of this. Yeah. I speak the word. And I talk about what I'm going to do. If you notice, I always talk about what I'm going to do. So, I'm trusting God to do this. We are going to do it. We are going to do it. To this year, we are building our first building in Kuma, in Accra. Just, just at the back here. And then I'll move you to that place. Yeah. The same matter the first, I'll be there. We'll be, we'll be there together. We'll be there together. Okay? We'll do it. Live. We'll do it live streaming to every other person. Yeah. What do you think? Nice auditorium. Do you like such things? God has given us another land too at Kanishi that we are working on. We'll build that one too before the year ends. Sound Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Say good thing. What, what project do you want to do during the year? Don't do projects that are according to your bank account. Never make a confession you know can come to pass. In a natural way. No, the thing is supernatural. How do you explain it? How do you explain when 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 Moses and the children of Israel got to the, the, the brink of the Red Sea? Shouldn't they have started constructing a bridge? Because Moses had done engineering. Moses did engineering in Egypt. The Bible says that he was schooled in all the seven, seven facets of education and knowledge in Egypt. And architecture and engineering was one of them. He was, he was an erudite along those lines. He should have started constructing a build, uh, whatever. A bridge. But he didn't do that. God told him, stretch your hand. Stretch your rod on the sea. And he, and he said, and divide it. You, divide it. What is the mechanics? How, how, how does it work? So if, if you are doing anything, you know how it will work. Like if you are praying to God about, don't pray to God about things you know how it's going. I mean, you know the thing is going to work. I mean, you know, things that you don't, you, you don't know how it's going to You don't know how the thing is going to work. That's the one. You don't know how it's going to work. You, get, you don't know how is it, what is going to come to but you don't know how it's going to work. Start confessing on those things. You, you will work. Yeah, you talk to you, you will work. You will work. You will, you will work. Before the year ends, oh, you would have worked. Before this year ends, you would have built those two buildings. Life! Roof them, plastered, painted, everything nice, backdrop, everything with cameras. Hey, I'm, I'm putting my face to work. I don't know about you. See, listen, if I were you, I'll get a project and start talking to it. I like doing new things. Yesterday, someone was asking a question. Why is it that preachers, like, there was the, the, we were talking about a certain man of God who just built a 7,000 seat auditorium. And says he's going to build a 50,000 auditorium starting from February. Right here in Ghana. And they're going to do it. And the, the, the lady was saying, why? Why is it that they are doing all these things? Why don't they wait small? Then I said, oh, my wife, I said, oh, no, 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 it doesn't work. Like, if you wait, your faith will vanish. Yeah. If, as soon as you wait, your faith, the faith that you used to do, the 7,000, will vanish. You don't wait. Get projects and, and 
talk. Just talk. Put the project down and start going around it. You will work. You will work. You work. When you're moving around, you see it. Hey, you work. <laughs> you will work. If it's marriage, if you want to marry and you realize that you don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> and then you said, you don't have a beloved, but you must have a beloved at least. <laughs> you must start, you can start confessing for, for a beloved. Right. Just start confessing. You will work. Listen, every year comes with goodness. There are good things in the year. This is just January. This is third January. Yeah, we are going. You are not dying. Tell anybody you are not dying. Nobody in your family is permitted to die. Nobody is permitted to die. No, 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 no. They must live and see the good things that we are going to do. When we finish, then they take permission from us to die. Wogosweth came home and he heard that his wife had died. He went and woke him up from the dead. And said, ah, why? You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me that you are going to die. Then the wife said that, oh, I'm tired. I want to go. Said that, okay, you can die. And then she lay down and died again. True story. It's not a, it's not a false lie. It's not a false whatever. It's true story. True story. I said this was my, that was my last scripture. I'm close. You see, the man is closing. He has closed. But I just want to let you know something. It is supernatural. Hey, where is it? Oh. Words are so powerful. Don't ignore them. You ignore them to your own detriment. Don't ignore them. Use them. Second Kings chapter 4 from verse 1. Let me read it to you. Second Kings 4 1. I'm closing with this one. If I quote another scripture, come and do counseling with me. Come and do counseling with me. Now they cried a certain one of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest the woman's husband was a prophet, though. But he, she was not taking advantage of what she knew. The prophet, he was not, he died and put his, he left his wife and children in debt. He was the type of prophet that did not believe in prosperity. You know, they, 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 they don't really, they're into suffering, SU type, whatever. <laughs> now they cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant died for, did for the, did fear the Lord. And the creditor has come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. What? The, the, he has come to take my sons, two of my sons, to be born men to where to pay the money back before my sons can come back to me. I don't know what to do. Look at what happened. She came to the prophet. When she came, Elijah said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what has thou in thy house? In the house? And she said, Thine handmaid has not anything in the house save a pot of oil. I just have a pot of oil. Look at the prophet's reply. And then he said, Go. Go. Tell me about go. Go, go. Borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. Borrow a lot. Borrow a lot. Go. Go on to the next verse. And when thou art coming, thou shalt shut the door upon thee. Shut your door upon thee and upon thy sons. And you shall pour out into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. Continue. So when so she went from him and shut the door upon her and, up, and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out she poured the oils out and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her her son bring me yet a vessel and he said unto her there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed the oil stayed how did this happen no bottle of oil poured out into vessels did he says, don't borrow a few, borrow a lot. She poured the, the oil and poured and poured and filled all the vessels. She filled that she was looking for money. She said, oh, this was the last one. How did it work? How did the oil not, the Bible says that, and the oil stayed. The oil, how, 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 how? What did the prophet do? The prophet was sitting in his house, crossing his, crossing his leg. The woman came, my, my sons are going. Said, go. Words or words? Only words. Words. Go. Borrow vessels. Pour the oil. It will not cease. It will keep coming. It will stay. And that was what happened. What was the prophet doing? The prophet was just using that old path. Old path. You want multiplication in your life? You want it's a, it's a super it's a supernatural thing. You can't explain it. You talk things are working. 
you say nice things, you say what God has said concerning you, you say what is in the Bible, things work. Finish. Do you believe what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm telling you, that is how I've gotten to where I am. And that is how I'm going where I'm going. That one of the ways to make sure you see it working is to set a particular project so that when it happens, you know that it has happened. And when it starts happening, you believe in it more. This is, I don't, my confession is not small. My confession is big. This building I'm talking about, these two buildings, I'm, I don't have one CD for it in my pocket or in my whatever. I don't have any money for it. <laughs> but it will happen. And life. At the end of the year, we will see it together. Yeah, it's my it's our project. We'll do it. To happen live. So re- get tell anybody, get ready. ready. To be carrying mortar. Concrete. Concrete. Sand. Sand. Stones. Stones. Cement. Cement. Iron rods. This year, we'll be carrying it. We'll be carrying it. We'll be carrying it. We are carrying. We are building. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at ChristWorldINC.com. God bless you.